hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch we are back. Something amazing is happening in town. One year ago, um, a lady called Udin Zahava Lipschitz came across um, some pleas- unpleasant information um, that kept her thinking about her own children as a mom and thinking, are my children safe? Am I, as a mother, really putting everything I can to make sure that... I keep them protected on all levels. Yes, we know that parents, thank God, we keep an eye on our kids and we make sure that their physical safety, uh, safety is okay, that they are on medical aid and that they are have, they do have enough food for school and that they have good friends. But is that all or is there more to it? And are there things that me as a mother, as a parent, am obligated to research and look into to see what's out there. What are the dangers? What are we facing? And what do we need to do to keep our kids safe? One year later, and tonight, uh, she is hosting uh, quite a big, important event here in the Jobor community, which will be podcasted from uh, played from America with one of the big professionals in the area of um, abuse, in the area of um, sexual safety, Together with Rabbi Smith, a dying of the Bezdin, who will be speaking at the event. And I'd like to hear a bit about the journey from one year ago till today. How did we get here? What are we looking at? What is there for parents to really look out for and be careful? Good afternoon, Wadin Zahava. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Okay, so some information came out a year ago. It was less than a year ago, actually, about towards the end of last year, and it gave me and my husband some sleepless nights, more so me, I think, uh, but my husband tends to work through through nights. He has a very high-pressure job, and there I was reading alongside him about schools and about child safety and training and education from an international perspective to see what they had implemented in our Chutzlaret sister countries to see what we could do over here. So what is the information that you got that uh, the information made you thinking that this is what we don't have but other people do have and this is where we're in risk and we're lacking? So the information that we have, in fact, all the information, I must just say this at the outset, is that all the information that I came across was um, given to me from Kolenu, who who pointed me in the right direction. I asked them a question, and I said, what do we have overseas? And they said, oh, there's this organization and that organization and so on. And so what I did is I contacted each of those organizations, and I had at length discussions with them, and I researched and I read and read as much as I possibly could get my hands onto because I found there was so much out there to help parents where before, just that year ago, I thought that there was nothing um, nothing available just in terms of helping your children with regards to understanding safe and unsafe doctor-doctor play, as an example. Here is a world of education, a world of training, a world of help for, 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 for Jewish parents across the board from uh, ultra-Haredi, Hasidish to secular to help them with their children. And so my... 
my, my goal was to provide this information here to our community and to our schools and to Emir Tashem lend a helping hand to see it implemented here. So today, when you look at the way we educate our kids and the way our community is running, you feel that kids today are not safe. I do feel that. Okay. And what you have are tools for parents to actually educate themselves and their kids to be safe? Yes, there are actually programs and tools. For example, an international, sorry, a child organization, any organization that looks after, cares, educates children should have the following items in place. And there are now international organizational safety standards to have these items in place. They would include, for example, training and education for the if it's, an, if it's a school, for example, all the staff and members of the school, from ground staff to the teacher to the principal, um, it would include training and education of the parents, training and education of the children themselves from nursery school up to about um, – well, actually, in England, they're looking at doing programs for high school as well. But it's also quite new in the Chutzla Aretz communities. Primary school is definitely covered, and nursery school. In England, there's a company called, an organization called Shmakoli, and they're looking to, to, they're, they're planning it right now, in fact, with an organization called Tahel from Israel to also roll it out for the high school students. And that is because um, the high school students are different, of course. They've got different so, requirements. But we'll, so will come a parent and say, why, why should I raise information? Why should I bring in ideas to my child? Why should I introduce them to a world that they're protected from? It's, it's not to introduce them, God forbid, to anything that is um, not appropriate. It's to introduce them to items that are to self-empower them, increase okay. their emotional intelligence, to give them the tools and the abilities with which they can identify a comfortable feeling from an uncomfortable feeling. They can know a sad secret, for example, to, you know, compared to a, a happy secret, which is, um, what Kolenu presents to, to children and to teachers and to parents. Right. And it's, it's much more, it's much more, um, it's much more a, a, a rounded perspective where if you had to look, for example, at Rabbi Horowitz's book, he deals with it in the most wonderful way. Which it's, is to say Rabbi Horowitz is the rabbi that's going to be speaking today from uh, through video, I take it, yes. from America to South Africa. That's right. And he actually hits your question spot on in terms of the fact that he provides in an educational, uh, happy format, a message to children, which which in a in a book format is um is 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 integrated into the child's uh, psyche into the child uh, so there are some children that that know his book off by heart because parents go over it so many times and he's actually had he now has his book in 70,000 homes around the world he's translated into hebrew and into yiddish and of course it's in english and he has a number of lectures online um on his website and um, and just to answer your question, to go back a second, I would say it's training and education for parents, for teachers, for children, and also school policies, if it's a school we're looking at, but it would apply to a camp. If children had to go to camp, it would apply to um, a shul as well. And it's including uh, um, including 
policies or codes of conduct. Uh, the, policies, the policies could extend to unsafe and safe areas, to uh, codes of conduct between adults and children, between older children and younger children, and so on. So it's a very rounded perspective. It's a very rounded What is view. the feedback you're getting? Are people hearing you and saying, oh, wow, or people are saying, yeah, whatever, kind of? Uh, parent, is that a concern parents generally have in the community? Or are people saying, no, South Africa is different? And I've, I can't um, tell you how many times I've heard the sentence. South Africa is different. We're safer. We're protector. Kids don't go out of the park. Kids don't go out to the streets. Um, it's not such a simple environment. Or people are actually realizing that, you know, we got to do something. It's about time. I would agree with that latter view. And I know you would. <laughs> uh, that's obvious that you would. The question is the feedback you're getting. So the feedback I have got from the first moment has been astounding, actually. I've never experienced anything like it. No matter what I've done before, I've never experienced phoning or contacting someone or mentioning it and everyone saying, we are here to help. We want to see this happen. We, we Thank goodness you're doing something about it. Um, we, or thank, and what am I doing? I'm really just providing information. I'm collating information and providing it just to help our community leaders to implement it. So everyone is saying, thank you so much, and how can we help you? And that is including advocates. Uh, yes, there are advocates and lawyers who get involved when there's a case in a family. Um, I've learned so much. I've actually, I actually think I've been half traumatized from what I've learned. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not the same person as I was just that time before, but there are advocates and lawyers involved. There are doctors involved. There is a clinic that specifically deals with this called the Teddy Bear Foundation. Right. And a doctor who has a full time she's, she is overburdened with the amount of work that she does. This is all that she works with. Um, Right. Okay. So I, I, it is a very big uh, um, organization and industry, and a lot of, thing, a lot of things happen the, happening about it. But I, I, okay, we do have to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you more on the simple level where a parent can connect to that. One hundred one point nine. Short break. We will be right back. Just beforehand, any questions you have about this topic, three four five one nine is the SMS line. Oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine is the WhatsApp line. Short break, and we'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Chai We are back to the last part of the show. As all good things, this has come to an end as well. Uh, right before the break, we uh, were in the middle of a fascinating discussion with Wendy Zahava. Uh, Wudin Zahava? Wendin Zahava. Wendin Zahava Lifshitz. You can choose and, one or the other. Okay, whatever it is. And, um, and we were discussing, um, abuse. We were discussing uh, the importance of parents to be involved and to understand what they're facing. But here's a point that I, I actually, a comment I want to say to parents um, as my view as a professional, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about it as well. Many times people come on the show and we talk about the importance of uh, education of abuse. And we talk about there's rabbis involved and there's medical doctors involved and lawyers and psychiatrists and, and, and people in the community and, and so many people. And I say, yes, that's true. But there's a much more simple base that we got to know, we have to understand. And in my opinion, it's just like car accident and, and teaching kids traffic rules. In a way, yes, if you're in a car accident, then there's doctors involved and ambulances involved and lawyers and advocates and psychiatrists and trauma and psychologists. Yes, agreed. But you need to teach your, ta- your child safety rules in the road, in the streets, 
hoping he will never see a lawyer or a psychiatrist or a doctor or a car accident, which means the basic laws and basic rules that we need to be facing and um, dealing with when we talk about protection uh, and sexual protection, I think it's important that we look at it as, no, it's not going to be major, and you won't have to go to the teddy bear clinic, hopefully, even though they're amazing people, and you won't have to see a lawyer one day, and you won't have to think, but you know why? Because you will know the rules of safety. And this is where I'm wondering tonight at your event, which you didn't even talk about, tonight at the event, are you going to be showing and presenting what to do when there's a car accident, or is it going to be more about how do I just make sure I'm safe and my child doesn't find himself in a car accident? Spot on, absolutely. All that I mentioned can be put aside and and not thought about because that that doesn't need to come into the forefront. The forefront needs to be exactly as you say, the preventative mechanisms, and that is a parent's relationship with their child, a strong and communicative relationship with their child, and the teaching to their children, which will be the main presentation for tonight. Is and and it has to be in a happy, in a positive, non-inflammatory way, and that is that um, simple, simple, simple steps a parent can do. For example, teaching your child that their body belongs to them, and that all secrets need to be told to their parents. And there's or to somebody they trust, or to somebody they, somebody they trust. Because they can have a safe network or a safe circle of people that they love. For example, um, taking four or five people that, that they choose and putting it into a circle, making a photograph of each one and putting it into their cupboard, and keeping keeping the conversation with them as they go from year to year at school. Are you still happy that that more is your in your safe circle, and so on? Um, Telling them that no one has the right to make them feel uncomfortable and very, very, very simple messages like that. That's why Rabbi Horowitz's book is so outstanding and so useful because it is a platform for parents to have these difficult conversations with children and to help parents with it. And the, um, the other thing is that if a child does come to a parent and say something to that parent, I have also learned that that first 15 minutes of a parent's reaction is very, very important. And it can, it can dictate how a child, uh, grows, is, is, um, healed from it over the years, let's say. Um, and that is for a parent to say, I believe you and thank you for coming to tell me and, um, not, not, not reacting in a, in a, in a very... Don't panic. Yes. As much as you want to panic, because I have spoken to many parents who went through this and the parent themselves feel sometimes like they were attacked, you can't panic. You got to be strong for your child. I will say something before that, and I think it's very important to touch on, is, um, uh, and just mentioned to you an amazing study that I came across a few years ago of tens I think hundreds even of victims and many of the victims have told their parents and many haven't. And the difference that they were able to define between kids who tell their parents and kids who don't tell their parents was kid homes that the whole issue of, um, um, tznias, sexuality, uh, appropriate is just, you go by the rule, but it's cool. We're not making a big issue about it. You get dressed in a certain way in a certain place. We don't panic if somebody's not just the second. We don't, then 
they were able to come tell their parents because their parents weren't panicking about it when they grew up. But parents that were over strict and over panicking about being proper all the time or the other way around, then there was major difficulty from the kids to expose themselves to the parents and get the help. So it's a lot about keeping a normal, calm environment at yes, home. Yes, yes, thank you. And as Craig keeps on telling in, he's in charge of the program is that time is running out. If anybody wants to join the event tonight, is there any email address or any place they can get information from? I can give you my email address. Okay, go ahead. If that helps. Or should I give you my, it, no, my email address is the easiest because okay. it's Wendeen, W-E-N-D-E-E-N-Z at gmail.com. Okay, WendineZ at gmail.com, and the event is going to be tonight in Dan Hazel with Rabbi Smith, with Rabbi Horowitz from overseas, and just practical ways to keep your kids safe in life. Wudin, thank you so much for being with us, and looking forward for a great success tonight. Thank you for having me, and may all children be safe. Amen. 101.9, thank you for the messages coming in, thank you for the information, and please God, we will be back next week. Monday, 2 o'clock. In the meantime, keep well.